Good morning, Peter Goffwood. Good morning, Vanessa. Good morning to the viewers and uh, listeners, at least not viewers. Um, <laughs> and yes, apologies. I'm on holiday at the moment and my brain is not in its usual uh, in its usual mode. It's kind of, it's going into sleep mode. Now, everybody, um, and, uh, everybody who's, on, so, who's gone back to work is going, oh, no, he's on holiday. No. Yeah, <laughs> well, we had to wait. Unfortunately, in my, in my, in my line of work, we work when everyone else is on holiday. So now we're taking, taking advantage of the fact that everyone's gone back to work. So where we are at the moment in the Hoditzmont, um up on the coast is just, it's beautiful and there's no one here. I mean, that's the beauty of it is oh. everyone has gone back. Ah. So this little village is now completely empty. In fact, we're staying at some friend's house because they spent the holidays here. Now they've all gone back. All their kids have gone back to school. And so we, we got the run of this massive house right on the beach for, for a week or two just to chill. Well, so I, think, actually brilliant. I think you deserve it. So you must enjoy it. You and Elise. I know because I had to message her and say, did he forget about his other wife? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, today is Cheese Lover's Day. Mm. Yes, indeed. And... Um, um, I'm one of those people that I head for the cheese platter. If there's a buffet, I'm at that cheese platter. Yeah, right just before you start on the dessert section. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, forget about the meat (laughs) and the seafood and the haggis and all that other stuff. Yes. Well, look, I think think cheese is – I mean, we said this yesterday. It's exactly what we had for lunch here yesterday. We spent spent um, the morning fishing, um, caught absolutely nothing. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then <laughs> myself and a good friend, chef friend of mine, George Jardine, um, they're also down here. And so we spent the morning, we were determined to catch cob. And fortunately, both our partners, both our wives knew we would never get anything. And so when we kind of returned from the beach, looking a little dour and in need of some, some, uh, some beverages, lo and behold, a cheese platter was waiting for us. So, oh, fantastic. Um, our spirits were lifted instantly. Are you, you, um, yeah, I, look, just, I, think, I just want to say something about not catching anything. You are, that is the epitome of optimism. Is, uh, if your yeah. wives know you're never going to catch anything, but you go out there anyway, I think that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, um, I think that's, that, that's one of the beauties of fishing is, is the actual fishing itself. Catching, catching actual fish is neither here nor there. It's, <laughs> it's the process of sitting on the beach and getting all the kit. And and it, it's who was the comedian who said it's the only way that two men can sit on the side of a bank of a river for two hours and not talk to each other is if you're fishing, you know. <laughs> this is this is very funny. I'm learning something here. So, <laughs> oh, they say there's a very thin line. There's there's very thin line between fishing and sitting on the beach doing absolutely nothing. Aha, uh-huh, so, I see. <laughs> but now tell us and, more. And, and had, had had George and I just said that we were. We were just going to sit on the beach and then come back at lunchtime. We would have had prepared our lunch ourselves. But because we were fishing, our wives prepared lunch for us. So, I, you know, so it's, a, it's a win-win situation. So the, the perks of fishing. You know I, mean? I love this. I absolutely love this. So next time your husband says he's going fishing, ladies, know that he's, he might not bring back anything. He's actually going to have, um, they're going to have deep conversations with no words shared. And uh, yeah. you can prepare a cheese platter or whatever takes their fancy. I think that's wonderful. So what exactly was on this cheese platter? And, and, okay, uh, so we had a lovely selection of beautiful cheeses that we bought with us because the same thing. For me, the beauty of cheeses is always it's that meal. Yes. You know, whether you're going to cook it and turn it into a toasted sandwich or you're going to put it in an omelet, it's nice just to open up, slice some cheese, pickles, uh, a little bit of either some crackers or some bread. So we had we had some 
we had some camembert. We had a lovely mature cheddar, uh, a, a smoked cheese from Stanford, um, and a comte. And I think we had a bit of blue cheese as well. <gasps> I always so, love... Now, the one thing about a cheese platter that's so fantastic at a buffet is half the people don't eat the blue cheese. And then I'm really favorite. happy because then I go and I go back for a yeah. piece. I don't want to look too enthusiastic. And then I go back and yeah. I get the blue cheese. And then I go back again. And nobody eats the blue yeah. cheese. So, oh, happiness. I'm, I'm, I'm the same. I love it. I'm absolutely... It's my, it's my first port of call. I love that that saltiness and the creaminess, but I think also I think the thing is as important as cheeses are the compliments you've got just to have just because cheese is very very rich, mm. it's super rich, and you need kind of you need a little bit of acidity, you need a little bit of a bit of crunch just to 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 to, to accompany it. So I love gherkins, pickled onions, and I bought a jar of um, uh, mango chutney that I made last week, and that was that we had as well. So that was really really nice. Like a little bit of sweet, a little bit of sour. And that goes with, which is obviously a nice ice cold glass of wine. We were sitting on the coast here, so we opened up a bottle of the of the um, Life from Stone, the Springfield um, mm-hmm. Sauvignon Blanc, which was perfect with the cheese. You know, I think people also forget when it comes to wine and cheese that a lot like pairing wine and food. You know, different cheeses take different wines. It's not like one blanket wine for cheese. If you just the conversation we've just had, if you compare the flavor profile to something like Gouda. To mm. something like like gorgonzola, two very very different experiences. So it needs two different wines. Okay. But we had a nice hot day yesterday. In fact, it was overcast all morning, which is perfect for fishing, believe it or not. <laughs> and then the sun came out at lunchtime, so we were in ice cold Sauvignon Blanc mode by the time the cheese platter arrived. Fantastic. But cheese, apart from being there for uh, events and uh, uh, on arrival after fishing, um, you <laughs> <laughs> cheese is also, it's just that great thing. And I mean, schools went back this week. So cheese yeah. is one of those staples that most families are going to have in their fridges for those lunches. How do you, now, yeah, look, I, I how do you jazz that up? Or, or it's, it's, it's also, you know, because, so, you know, after about the 20th plain cheese sandwich, Johnny is going to come mm. home or it's not going to be eaten. Yeah. And mom is going to be gutted because she's like stood there making this sandwich filled with love. Um, speaking yeah. from experience here. Um, and then it's like, well, how can you not eat my cheese sandwich? <laughs> Yo, look, I think, I think trying to make cheese sexy is, is a problem in itself and hiding it in bread is probably the best way to do it. But I, <laughs> for me, I think just little blocks you know keep for smaller kids keep it interesting you know mm. do little little blocks of pepper and celery and carrots and cheese and so it's it's enticing to have all these cute little shapes and bits and pieces and then that's an easier way to get smaller kids to eat it yeah larger kids generally just give them food you know i just a couple of those nice long uh, thick sort of fingers of cheddar and a mm. couple of carrots and, and that kind of thing, sort of sort of crudite and cheese always seems to work well. Um, hiding it is, you know, the only way to hide cheese to get people to eat is in a toasted sandwich. Oh. That's the only surefire way. Get some tomatoes in there, at least you're getting a bit of veg and some melted cheese. That's yeah. probably the surefire way to to get anyone to cheese to eat cheese is to melt it on something. Absolutely, and I remember that my mother had a cheats. Welsh rabbit thing that she used to Ooh. do, which was cheese and mayonnaise. 
Hello. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that gratinate's really, really nice. Yes. And it's it's like really like a cheats Welsh rabbit. And we used to have that mm. like Sunday evenings for dinners. Oh. And I love that. It was to me that mm. is just, you know, it, it it spoke of home and love and um and even yeah. though it was so simple, um and, and my kids have adopted it, which is wonderful. Uh, sometimes yeah. I think they put too much mayo with it, but anyway, I've never really made the real cheese rabbit although having said that if we've had leftover cheese sauce and it's nice and thick then we'll put it on slice of toast and pop it under a grill would that also be a, a way to go oh no that will definitely work i mean look i mean the thing is to remember that you know welsh rabbit is is basically cheese on toast that went to private school oh. um, <laughs> but the, 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 traditionally traditionally what you mix with it with with the grated cheese is uh, a little bit of beer Ah. A little bit of beer, some egg yolk, and then paprika, a pinch of paprika, and then you make that into a, a touch of cream if if the if it's quite a mature cheddar, just to keep it cream, and then that's on your toast, and you get that, that nice, the lovely richness from the cheese and the bitterness from the beer, and then just a little hint hint of heat from the paprika. But you can also do like a blue version. You like the blue the blue ver- ooh, the version, um, um, and that's you do with like a creamy gorgonzola, a little bit of port. And a little bit of cream and a couple of egg yolks. That's now not that even something that you will enjoy. That's not even private school. That's just I don't know what that's called. <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds absolutely delicious. But I know that cheese yeah. is just so great, and um, we, you know, there's so many varieties. And last week we spoke about uh, quinoa, and uh, the the Jennifer Aniston salad that went was off the charts. Yeah, I had people phoning the studio saying, "Vanessa, oh, really? please, um, absolutely wonderful." And that is got uh, so everybody is having a uh, Jennifer Aniston salad for lunch or this weekend yay enjoy um, but that's got feta in it and feta is just such an amazing thing as well when it comes to salads and and using it um, in this where there's no heat involved yeah look I think for me feta is one of those universal cheeses that could pretty much go on on just about anything anything that you think looks a little on the boring side throw some feta at it and you'll be fine um but you also can it also is good for cooking if you you can use the um the, the creamier danish one mm-hmm. and that actually that's actually makes really nice sort of cheesier dressings and then the other thing to think of is a is a healthier cheese sauce if you can imagine such a thing um and so i've started cooking one which i do when i make cauliflower cheese which is mm-hmm probably my favorite vegetable in the world uh, anything with cauliflower but especially if it's got cheese sauce on it the thing which to try um where you don't actually need any butter or any flour is just use uh cream about a cup of cream um one block or half a block of a cup of cream half a, a block of uh, chicken stock mm-hmm. and then maybe 100 mils of white wine you put that on and bring it up to the boil and then you stir in um, half a tub of cream cheese. Now that is what helps. That's what thickens the sauce. So you whisk that in, and you get this luscious, rich, thick sauce. And then you can finish it with any sort of grated cheese you want. You can put a bit of mozzarella in there, gouda, a little bit of mature cheddar, and you have the most gorgeous, unctuous, rich cheese sauce that's got a super, super cheesy taste. So you find you actually use less of it because it's really quite strong mm. or quite rich. And then you don't have any flouring. You don't have to make that roux and worry about, uh, it, you know, getting pouring the milk in and not turning into lumps. And and also you don't have to cook it out for fifteen to twenty minutes to get rid of that flour taste, that yes. flour texture. 
It literally is a five to ten minute sauce, and you have the most glorious cheese sauce. Now that, when it's cold, that spread on toast and gratinated under the grill is also a fantastic treat. Got to try that. I definitely think I've got to try that. It sounds absolutely delicious. But I think uh, cheeses, and I think that this morning, interestingly enough, talking about packing lunches and things like that, it's not just for kids, because those of us who work in an office, um, you know, it's one way to stretch the rands uh, in January. And I believe this morning on my breakfast show, they spoke about uh, the, the one of the things where people are not, or not saving money, or they're not taking packed lunches to work. They they go and they buy their lunch. And I just sure. think to myself that uh, there's a lot that one can do to also have yummy lunches that you prepare at home. And cheese does make it easier, especially if you go and buy the pre-grated, pre-sliced versions. Yeah. Look, also, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an, a more inexpensive way to, to get protein. You know, okay. it's the kind of thing, A, it doesn't need to be cooked. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not worried about having to heat something up. You know, a couple of slices of cheese or, or little blocks or even just some fingers of cheese taking a, you know, you can get these smaller packs. I, I saw recently a really nice treat, which I which I, I have to say I've, I've, I've hoovered up a couple of packets of. Um, Woolworths do a little, it's a, it's a, like a little stick of mozzarella that's wrapped in ham. Okay. Um, now that is a, obviously something you can do at home, uh, buy some sliced ham and then whatever cheese you want, just roll it up and you've got these little cheesy ham fingers now that's a, an easy one to do at home you don't have to be lazy like me sometimes go buy it ready made you can actually knock it up at home um but yeah i suppose uh, cheese i mean if you if you like cheese especially as an adult you, you probably don't really need to dress it up that much because mm. when you when you get to to adult you either like cheese or you don't True. and no one's trying to get you to to trick you into loving cheese so i think it's just about variety about mm. about Getting yourself a little a little cheese platter, you know, for one that you can take to the office, open up your little slice pickled bit of cornichon, um, and one or two different cheeses works for me every time. Yeah, no, absolutely. Cheese goes a long way to keep a person happy. So uh, it's wonderful. And I know that you and I are uh, big cheese lovers. So this was a conversation. It was a no-brainer when I saw this. I thought we've got to we've got to talk about oh, it. Most definitely. Yeah, for sure, Peter. Well, this year this year will be the first time in three years. The, the cheese festival, the National Cheese Festival at Sandringham, will be back up to, to, to full speed. Wonderful. We, 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 we saw each other there last. We had a That's great right. afternoon there last year. Yeah. And that was kind of the, a smaller version because it was a COVID version. They were limited to the numbers they could sell. But they'll be back up to speed this year. And I think that is going to be a massive festival because people have kind of missed it for, for three years. Yeah. So that's usually end of April. So I'm looking forward to that this year. And so we, it, it's a good thing because then it gives us an excuse to talk about cheese again. I know. Absolutely. Any excuse to speak about cheese and uh, to enjoy that. But I'm certainly going to go and check out uh, the website and see if the dates are up and uh, so that we can meet up again, especially um, for the delicious food that you serve up, and uh, which is also, ah, got to go and have that as well. So, uh, Peter, I hope that you and Elise and your friends enjoy your, uh, your time there and and, uh, the well-deserved holiday and we'll chat again next Friday yes indeed um, I, I'm not sure that we'll get much more fishing in um, <laughs> but uh, George tells me that on, on Saturday the weather's going to be perfect um, and so we might give it another go um, I, I know the wives already are thinking about what we're going to make for lunch because they're not going to get any fish <laughs> but uh, we'll give it a whirl it sounds absolutely blissful so enjoy your time there and uh, we'll chat again next Friday
Fantastic. Cheers, guys, and cheers to listeners. Until next week, may the source be with you. Thank <laughs> you.